Hello and welcome to I Talk to Ghosts, the podcast that would never be greedy with the TV remote, but it might haunt it. Tonight we are exploring haunted electronics, TVs, radios, phones, toasters, maybe. I'm your spirited host Jennifer, a professional medium and a gatherer of ghost stories. Besides tonight's spirit reading and mini seance, I'm going to read you a few tales of haunted objects. I'm kind of fascinated with the idea that electronics could host a haunting. I'm ready to plug in. Are you? The ghosts are tuning in right now. My mom had one of those old TVs with a VCR combo. One day, I went to her house and the TV was by the dumpster. And she said it turns on and off by itself and was acting weird. I went and got the TV and said I could fix it. She said, don't, just throw it away, please. But I was newly married and broke so I took it. I got the TV home and plugged it in and it worked fine until about two nights later. I woke up about three in the morning to a pitch black background on the TV and a skull looking around the room. But that wasn't the strangest part. It was like a 3D skull, almost coming out of the TV. No sound, no white noise, just a skull with a black background. I could tell this wasn't a commercial or a TV show. It was realistic. didn't move a muscle. I just laid there looking at this skull, looking around my room for about three minutes. Longer than any commercial, which is what my logical brain was trying to convince me it was. So finally, I decided I'm just going to get up and go for the remote and turn the TV off. The absolute second I moved, the skull went away. But not just like blinked off, but more so like descended into the black background really quick, like something pulled it away really fast. And in that split second, music videos came on. I watched MTV every night to sleep. I finally went back to sleep that night, and the next morning, I threw that TV in the dumpster. I told my mom what happened, and she just got this look on her face and said, I told you to throw that thing away. I had purchased a new cell phone in late 2007, and a few months later, I believe 
a ghost briefly took up residence in it. I had just returned home from running a few errands, and I set my phone down on my dresser. I left my room for just a brief moment, and then returned to witness the oddest thing. A small, black, cloud-looking substance was hovering in my room. This small, dark mist drifted over to my phone, then disappeared into it. I tried to tell myself I had imagined it, that perhaps it was a glare or something, or maybe even something in my eye. And then I went about my day. Except, from that moment on, I started having problems with my phone. I had a difficult time calling people, with a lot of static on the line, no matter what location I was calling from. In the past, I would get a lot of calls from family, friends, even acquaintances, and I noticed all of those calls had stopped. No one would call me, and I never got any missed call messages on my phone. This went on for a couple of weeks, then one day, out of the blue, my sister called me. When I answered, she wanted confirmation that it was really me. I reassured her that it was. She seemed satisfied with that, so we talked. Other people started calling and telling me that they've been trying to reach me for the last several days, but just couldn't get through. I didn't know what to think. I decided I would probably need to replace my phone. This kind of thing just sort of happened in life, right? But then, I got a call from an editor I had been working with on a project. She told me something that absolutely scared me. She said one of the times she tried to call me, an evil-sounding, ugly voice answered, and said, She's not here today. It kept saying it over and over until the phone went dead. I had completely forgotten about the day I saw the strange black smoke drift into my phone. But now, calls were working again. So, perhaps it had moved on? Where did it go after it left me? When I was 17, I was sitting alone in the living room watching TV. It was about 11.30 at night. Everyone else had already gone to bed. I've always been a night owl, so it wasn't uncommon for me to be the only one awake. 
I had the habit of sitting in the living room with the TV on while I played my PlayStation Portable. As I sat there playing my game, out of nowhere, a clock radio my mom had sitting on the fireplace mantle turned on and started skipping through the radio stations. Note that this was an analog radio, meaning you had to physically rotate the tuner to find a station. After about three seconds, it turned off. I even heard the click of the switch. I thought it was weird, but I went back to playing my game. About a minute after that, it turned on again and once more started cycling through the stations. I couldn't help myself. I just blurted out, Would you stop? And instantly, right after I said that, the radio switched off and didn't turn on again. But then I heard what sounded like someone sitting down on the couch by the fireplace. I got the funny mental image of a ghostly person sad and pouting, plopping down and twiddling their thumbs, dejected. The image made me feel really bad, and I actually apologized for sounding so mean. I just didn't want my dad to wake up and yell at me for making noise. I hope the ghost understands. Do you have a personal ghost story you would like to tell me? I may share it on the podcast. Email me at speaknow at italktoghosts.com. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. My guest this evening is Cindy. Cindy, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a reading with me today. Let's jump into this a little bit. Some personalities were coming through. Feels like a a male to me. Didn't like conflict. Um, Wanted the ideal of things. Like if you brought up something, problem in the loosest sense of the word, his response would be, oh, no, it's fine. Or let's talk about this instead. Does this, is this something that you can connect with? Who is this person for you? It's my grandpa. His dad was also a horrible alcoholic and he was abusive and yeah, he's pretty horrible. So yeah, I think that my grandpa just didn't want to deal with conflict at all. He was just very positive about everybody. And, you know, I mean, he didn't necessarily bury his head, but he just wanted to always see the good in everybody. Right. Exactly. It's more of a, oh, no, not that, this, right. you know, um, kind of shifting mm-hmm. the perspective and the conversation mm-hmm. on things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He's coming in like that. Um, I was seeing, I think this was with your grandfather. I was seeing, um, some photographs that were individual, like the smaller photographs, mm-hmm. yeah. um, in like, a a 
foldable sleeve for lack of a better word that kind of not fans out but a kind of accordion style mm-hmm. pulls out and he was showing me that that was something he kind of kept with him or or had mm-hmm. and it was kind of important to him mm-hmm. does this make sense to you yeah i would say probably his wallet that's so quaint i don't know if anyone does that anymore um it was important to him. And I think that's why I'm getting emotional about it because um, family was important to him and loved ones and keeping them close. Yeah. This is probably with your grandfather again. He was showing me um, a coat with a fur collar, which sounds fancy, but just feels like an older coat, like a vintage coat, maybe gray uh, with a black, black fur. Yeah. Maybe like in his service days, I have a lot of pictures of him around with, you know, different, okay. you know, things like that. There was a, fo- a young, younger photo of him looking smart in his uniform mm-hmm. that he was kind of proud of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and just like, this was me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he tell you stories about that time? He have some good friends back then or no, he was in World War Two, so he didn't really talk about like the horror of World War Two until he was well into his seventies and probably early eighties to my mom. But he was very patriotic though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's a sense of pride with him and this in this younger version of himself and you know, like just he can he could look at that photograph and see the good in it mm-hmm. instead of that horror yeah. of war. Right? Good. I'm glad. Hmm. And getting images of woods and trees and water. I'm wondering if you knew someone who well fished and had their own like fishing pole and you know, it, it was simple. It wasn't a lot of elaborate uh hobbiness to it, but was more like this is my quiet time and kind of you know, simple pull, simple hook type of thing. That could have been him, like, when he was younger. You know, grew up in the 20s and 30s. I didn't have any money. So, yeah, I know that they did do some outdoorsy type of stuff. Okay. Yeah, he's saying, he's saying to me, hanging out was all there was to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. There was nothing else. I think he's saying he had one reckless friend who kind of stirred things up a bit mm-hmm. when he was younger, but... Just hanging out. He's like calling it like standing around. (laughs) Um, But he enjoyed it, you know, and I think that some of that simple act of just hanging out and enjoying each other's company was kind of a thread that continued in his life as to what was important to him. Yes. I was shown a crib. And the bumper, you know how cribs can have bumpers in them? This bumper was more of a plastic vinyl variety instead of the cloth ones that you see today. Probably maybe from me being a kid or something. I don't know. It sounds more old. Yes, it does. Your dad is still around? Yeah. I'm wondering if your grandfather at that time kind of helped get your parents situated. He helped them a lot. Like they built a house, my parents' house together that they live in now. He just was always a very integral part of their lives. Yeah. Okay. It's like he was there. He was there. I think it was your grandfather who was bringing it up. Maybe um, some memory issues at the end, mm-hmm. near the end of his life. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's kind of 
and and him asking questions he just kept saying huh mm-hmm. huh huh mm-hmm. um he he was he was bringing that up a little bit J- just to let you know through the details that he's here he's here with us you know uh i do have uh, a few messages for you okay focus on comfort in your home in your life it should be a focal point and a goal for you mhm you got to be comfortable at home your home is your sanctuary and your heart right mhm and it says um it talked about difficulties and challenges it says you are capable of navigating through anything and to trust your heart and trust your spirituality right and lastly to keep moving forward okay were those helpful mm-hmm. for you mhm well thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today thank you before we go uh do you happen to have a personal ghost story that you would like to share yeah i have a quick one listener ghost story so my really good friend uh, works down the street at a consignment shop for ladies clothing and it's a really old building that's um haunted there's several downstairs that are kind of like connected with other buildings in this little olden times mini mall sort of and one night we were downstairs where she's had some sightings and some things we've seen ghosts and heard things down there and so we would uh, down there with my niece one night after the shop was closed and we were just kind of hanging out and looking at some of the old furniture and we heard footsteps upstairs and like it was a wooden floor like heels on a wooden floor mm-hmm. and you know kind of when you're just sitting around talking you're not really thinking about it but it's like wait a minute the store's not even open like who's up there And so my friend who works at the store says, "Yeah, we're not supposed to be here right now." She sensed it. She's like, "We're not supposed to be here. Let's go." So we did. But it was just kind of one of those weird situations where it wasn't like super like, you know, jump scare, but it was like, "Wait, you know, I definitely hear somebody walking around up there and they're not there's nobody here. It's midnight, you know, it's late." So Yeah. 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 Because like when you say footsteps you think of the creaking and oh creaking mm-hmm. can be anything but you're mentioning like heels it like, like boot hear. steps like a lady's heel or a boot or like we definitely heard somebody upstairs walking around and i i'm pretty sure they've got like a lot of carpeting and stuff upstairs too so you know it definitely felt yeah. old timey oh my creepy yeah. <laughs> very frightening yeah we got we got out of there pretty quick <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my gosh wow Would you like a free spirit reading with me and record your reading for the podcast? Sign up for your chance to be selected by visiting italktoghost.com/guest. And as an added bonus, if you don't want to leave your reading up to chance, I'll let you in on a secret. There's a discount offer to book a private session with me, so you can book a date and time for certain. Visit italktoghost.com/guest for more details. I can't wait to meet you. Welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a message from the spirits tonight for someone listening to the podcast. So thank you for gathering around my mini séance table with me this evening. 
So tonight, as a component and a focal point, I'm working with water. Water in this small black bowl to work as a bit of a scrying mirror so that I can focus on clearing my mind, have that physical focal point, and be a little more open to what the spirits have to say to me. Now when I work with water like this as a scrying mirror, I love to also light a candle and have that flame reflect in the water. This is something that resonates with me. This evening I have a woman with me. She's showing me that she died at an older age. When she was alive, she was a lawyer. She worked in the legal areas of life and was retired. Yeah. She became a lawyer because she really always had that wonderful compass of understanding what's fair in life and she wanted to help others find that balance in their life as well if there was an issue that needed to be solved and she was that person's voice that something that seemed to contrast her personality a little bit when you think of lawyers you don't think of cows but she's showing me that she always loved collecting cows cow figurines cow oven mitts she had a bit of a country kitchen she had an amazing sharp sense of humor never lost that in her life her message for you this evening is to celebrate to celebrate life and don't be intimidated by having to make goals for yourself and wondering how you're going to get there. She's saying, don't second guess, don't overthink. Come up with a plan. And she thinks the world of you. You're going to be able to do it. You're absolutely going to be able to achieve your goals and celebrate your life along the way. She just wants to encourage that so much. And I feel like you would recognize this energy coming from her, from her personality and who she was as a person. I think I'm going to leave it at that. If this session connects for you, I would love to know. So please reach out. Thank you. Book a medium reading with me. If you have a past loved one you would like to connect with, a spirit reading can be an amazing and never spooky experience. I strive to give you specific details that align only to you and your loved ones. Curious? Visit italktoghost.com for links to book with me. I can't wait to meet you. 
Welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. Before we part ways this evening, I would love to give a spooky shout out to all my Patreon supporters. A big spooky thank you to Raven and Jenna, Emmy, Jennifer, Scott, Peter, Emily, Jessica, Jennifer C., Rob, Gordon, Gabriel, Daniel, James, Gabe, Renee, Charles, and family, Michael, Jennifer A., and Stephen. Thank you so much. And if you're interested in supporting the podcast as well, please visit patreon.com slash ghosts. And with that, dear listener, we've reached the end of this episode of I Talk to Ghosts. I hope you've enjoyed these spooky, haunted, electronic stories that I've shared with you this evening. Have you ever had something similar happen to you? If you have, I would love to hear about it. In the meantime, wherever you wander off to in this world or the next, just remember, come back and visit with me. Have a lovely evening and good night. If you listen to my podcast, you have to be like me. You love listening to spooky stories. I'm excited to say that Audible is a sponsor of this podcast. Audible's storytelling keeps me company no matter what other task I'm doing. And you know what? Listening can also keep my stress at bay because my mind is being drawn into the stories I'm listening to. Sign up and try it now by visiting audibletrial.com ghosts. I'll also have a link for you in my episode description notes that you can click on. Happy spooky reading!